Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Any way you'd like to get into child's pose, whether it's wide-kneed or your knees together, just take some time here and just kind of settle in. And it might involve moving the dog off the mat or the, <laughs> the dog moving you off the mat. <laughs> Moving the, the dog hair off the mat, totally cool. These dogs and cats crawling all over the mats are just the visual representations or the, uh, the tangible representations of the stuff that that is present with us when we lay our head down here. This hour that we're going to spend in our body, we get to move our attention inward. Whatever's going on outside of the space that you are can become a little further away because your attention is inside. In the same way, there's the, the swirl of thoughts, the stuff that our mind creates. And if we draw our attention back to this pose and, and what it is we're doing with our physical space, we get to have a little vacation from that too. As you breathe, have that mental vacation. It's like we go on a vacation, and sometimes we have rookie mistake, bring our phone with us. Other years are like we'll have to turn off that ever-present stuff. Tuning in, scanning back to your breath over and over again. Putting that extra stuff on, on silent, or just tucking it away. If you want to get to it later, great, and if not, also great. Next inhale, come on up to downward facing dog. Pause. Press your hands down and forward. Press your feet down and back. Press the feet slightly out. Set your gaze between your feet. Let your eyes soften and take in the whole panorama of what you see. Your eyes are registering light and color, shape. You're seeing quality of ease and how you're looking. This translates to everything. There's quality of ease to your perspective. Next inhale, bend your knees, send your hip creases way out. And then as you exhale, look to your right hand and step your right foot forward into <laughs> first low lunge of the day. Pause here. We're going to bring the back knee down. And you can walk your hands to blocks. You can walk onto your fingertips. I'm going to pause to, to have a well-organized lunge and the idea of what that is in your body. Front toes pointing straight ahead. Your knee in line with your ankle, thereabouts. Right? So the shin bone is vertical up front. The back knee will play with the placement of that. For right now, extend the back leg behind you as is comfortable. And with the idea that there's some space across the front of the left hip. So when we get to talking about hip flexors, front of the hip, the, there's one quadricep muscle that, that crosses the hip joint. There's the quadricep muscles that are along the thigh that, that work on the knee joint. You may feel any of those places. You may feel abdominals right, that are lengthening in this position. Pause and then feel something. It's okay to just feel it lightly. It's okay if some of this is easy. Right? We don't have to rush ahead to something hard. We don't always have to be doing something hard. Right? Wish I'd known that way earlier in life, but not everything has to have frosting on it. It can just be easy, and you can register the sensations of ease. Register subtlety. Take one more breath here. Press your front foot down. Get connection up through the leg to the body. Breathe out. You're just going to shift out of this by turning your back toes under and lifting your hips up to the lifted pyramid pose, which 
is totally made up a, a lengthening of the front leg and just getting our hips up out of that line of stretch. Next inhale, you're going to come back to a lunge where you stack the knee over the front ankle. Just organize that. Squeeze your back leg tight here. Keep it lifted and buoyant as you press into your hands. You're just going to step back to down dog. Set your gaze again. Let it soften and just feel the two legs. We're just going to take a read on left leg, right leg, sensitivity, what's going on. Forward to your left hand, just going to take a step underneath you, just really simple step into low lunge. Back knee down for right now, and just going to get organized in the front leg, front toes pointing straight ahead, knee over ankle thereabouts. For some of us, our knee will want to drop in, and some of us, our knee will want to drop out. And for some of us, the toes will want to point out or anything. Totally okay to have a tendency. Mindfulness is each time we come into this, point the toes straight ahead, stack the knee over the ankle. It's good uh, body geometry there for your joints, your ligaments in particular. For those of us that want to have better balance, being able to stabilize at the ankle. Is, is part of that. And for a lot of us, that means rebalancing some of those tendencies. Think about pose. Uh, you ever like get the grocery bag packed just right where everything kind of like stacks in there and it's just like so nice, so much to carry? That's like a pose, like stacking everything, organizing it, making things lighter and easier on yourself by how you align body, which I just did compare it to a bag of groceries, but uh, it's yeah, a well-organized like you know, grocery bag. Is Press your front foot down into the floor. Feel the connection of the leg. You feel what goes uh, into the back leg when you do that. Where are the sensations? And they may be subtle right now. That's okay. Maybe really deep right now. Like, like Notice if you tend to flop the back hip down, let it be more buoyant. For some of us, we're floppers. No problem with that. Like We are who we are. But if you do tend toward being a little more open here on this right hip, more abdominal work there to just support that, particularly support the joints in your low back. Again, for that stability and ability to carry the, the load of the posture. To come out of this, you're going to tuck your back toes. You're going to lift your hips way up and back. Straighten the front knee to whatever degree it goes right now. And flex your front foot, lean into the back of the front leg and calf. Let your head drop. Back of your neck softens. into both feet. And then when you exhale, you transition back to the low lunge and just do that thing where you just like get, it's like you hit your mark. You get the stack of the knee. You know you're there. And then step back to down dog. Pause. Breath in. And breath out. Feeling what you feel. Letting your mind stay with that. And with your exhale, you look forward. Walk forward to your hands. We'll take a halfway lift, flat back. Bend your knees, send your heart forward, elongate. And then exhale, fold forward. We'll bow in. On your inhale, press your feet down. Rise up to standing mountain pose. Elongate from your feet up through your fingertips. Then hands to heart center will pause. Take a moment to ground your feet and lift your heart. To feel the spaciousness of your ribcage as you breathe. To let your face soften, your jaw soften. 
a lift of the soft palate at the back of the mouth, a lift of brain, lightness at the crown of the head. down, squeeze your legs to exhale completely. Play with some lunge salutations, working transition. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, fold forward. And breathe in, lift halfway, flat back as you do. Bring your feet to hip distance if they're not already. Step your right foot back to a low lunge, fingertips stay down. We're going to lightly bring the knee down. When you inhale, lift your chest and then your arms. Kneeling crescent or Anjaniyasana. Exhale, hands first to heart center, then to the mat. We're going to step back and you could go for Chaturanga, but I'm going to take it all the way to the mat and then inhale to Cobra. was your choice there. These first few sets, we'll do some back strengtheners with Cobra. But you do you. Release back to down dog. Press your hands and knees. And lift the hip creases up and back. Look to your right hand. We'll step right foot forward. Bend your back knee. We're going to come up into an upright lunge. You stack your shoulders over your hips. And then your arms over your shoulders. Then we bow. Hands come into our center. Then reach for the front of the mat. Left foot steps up. Right foot steps up with it. We'll breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, draw your abdominals up and in, heart forward. Breathe out, bow forward. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up. Nice. Exhale, fold, bend the knees. Send your hips way back. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Walk your feet hip distance apart. Step your left foot back. Little foot lands, knee down. Front knees over the ankle. Press into the foot, lift your chest, and then your arms. Dhaniasana. Bow forward. Step back, hands and knees, to all the way to your mouth. Peel up for cobra. And then release back, press into your hands and knees to down dog. Step your left foot forward. Bend the back knee. You're stacking your hips over the knees, shoulders over your hips. Reach straight up. And then bow hands down to the front of the mat. We'll step up. Feet together. Breathe in. And bow forward, breathe out. Press your feet down, reach up. Mountain pose, squeeze your legs, lift your heart. And we exhale, we'll bow forward. Press into the feet as you bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet hip distance. Step your right foot back into a lunge. Keep the knee up this time. Press into both feet. Crescent lunge. Lift your abdominals. Heart center. Then your arms. Exhale. Hands through heart center as we bow. Press your hands down. We'll step back. High to low push up. That could always be a uh, hands and knees to the floor instead. Upward facing dog. And then down dog. Breathe all the way out. When you inhale, take your right leg back behind you. Squeeze it tightly as you reach. When you exhale, bend the knee, fold it into your chest. We'll step into long lunge stance, lifting up into crescent. Press your back foot down. Ball of the foot is working the mat. Keep that as you bow. Fingertips toward the front of your mat. Step the back foot up. Breathe in, lift halfway. And then breathe out. Bow forward, hug in. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up. And exhale, fold. 
breathe in, lift halfway, we'll walk the feet hip distance apart. Step your left foot back, we're going to keep the back knee up, press into your front foot, the knees over the ankle, reach up. And exhale, fold hands to your mat, look forward, step back, low push up to upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Squeeze your left leg tightly and inhale, float it up behind you. Exhale, bend the knees and draw into the chest. Take a step. Long lunge stance here, press into your feet. Front knee stays stacked over the ankle. Right. And then as you bow, hands through central line, fingertips to the front of the mat. We'll step up, feet together, breathe in. And then breathe all the way out, we'll fold down and in. Sun A, just keep the breath and body flowing together. Breathe in, reach out. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, plant your hands. Your choice to step back, low push up, or if you prefer a cobra back bend, you go to the floor for that anytime. Breathe in, left foot. Inhale, lift your heart up. As you breathe out, press your hands down and forward. Down dog, empty. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more, sunny. Breathe in, reach out. Breathe out. Follow your breath into the fold. Follow your inhale. Then you exhale, plant your hands. Inhale, bring about the back bend. And you start to exhale, press your hands down, pull your abdominals in, let that float you back to down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat, we'll breathe in. And breathe out, fold. Slide your hands to your thighs. So thighs to quadri hands to quadriceps. <laughs> and use your hands to press yourself up into Ukatasana. With your hands here, we're just going to use the hands to alleviate some of the work of the hip flexors. So the uh, hands lifting your chest. Draw your abdominals back toward uh, the sacrum, so the transverse abdominals, the, the deep abdominal muscles supporting you here. The hands might get lighter as you do that, that's good. If, if they don't, keep using the hands. What we're trying to do is lift the chest and, and maintain this angle through abdominal action and not so much the hip flexors that they will always work, right? They are our fight or flight muscles, like the, the, the psoas muscles so connected into our central nervous system that kind of knee-jerk response will happen if we let it. If, though, you let your hands do the work of just holding your chest up for a moment, let the abdominals come into uh, the, the action of it. Let them join the party and lift your chest up. If your hands start to get light, then let the arms start to move. And you'll feel the work in quadriceps. You'll feel the work in your glute muscles. feel the work in your abdominals. But not so much strain at the hip crease. And if you're getting that, See if your abdominals can float your chest just a slight bit more. This was not an agreed to hip opener, but uh, we'll have one more breath in it just to, to practice it. And exhale, bow forward. So <laughs> not a hip opener, but definitely the uh, hip flexor awareness posture. <laughs> Maybe that's what you call it, hip flexor awareness week. Inhale, lift halfway, flat back. Abdominals up and in to support the chest moving forward. Enhance your mat, step back. 
low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. And breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. And bring the arms down, bring the hands to the hips. We're going to take this warrior one really wide. So really wide is subjective, that is up to you. Um, I've been working lately like, like almost mat distance apart, and I got short legs. So uh, you do you, but going a little wider, if, if we're talking about like getting into the opening of the hip flexors and particularly the deep ones, giving yourself a little more of a base to, to move with is going to, uh, theoretically, of course you'll find it different in your body, benefit you in this, this kind of effort to bring some ease to the hip flexor. Now like everything else, it could go too far. If you go too far, bring it in. Yeah, just, just a little wider stance than usual. Take a peek at your front foot, point it straight ahead, knee over ankle. Like it's, it's not a do or die thing there, but it's, a, it's just good organization of your body. If you need to change something, change something, but have an awareness that that's stacked. Back foot, we're looking for the back foot to be at a diagonal, a diagonal, that works for your back leg to straighten and to Press down through the outer edge of the foot like you're trying to stretch the mat back. Take all of your toes off the floor, then just place them down lightly. Put the hands back to the hips, bring the awareness back to the hips. Hips are at a diagonal in this pose, in the same diagonal as back foot. Okay, but then slide your fingertips into the abdominal area, pull in there, and then the hands up to the waistline, and, and draw in there so that the, the abdominals are now lifting the rib cage up. Hands to your rib cage. Notice the rib cage might be off at a diagonal too. Turn your ribs as much as you can toward the front. So stern them as much as you can toward the front of the mat. Pause and register any sensation that showed up in the front of the left hip, in the front, the, the left side of the body. And so the, as the rib cage is turning, right, the, the psoas muscle that, that comes up and is uh, inserts up near the diaphragm. Right. We're turning and we're elongating that muscle. It's a really hard, deep muscle to get to. Keep your breath moving. Lift your chest up. Take your thumbs underneath your underarms. I like this action. Thumbs under your underarms, kind of like you had suspenders. You, know, you snap your suspenders. But instead, you're using the thumbs to lift the underarms up, elongating the side body. Your arms up overhead. Fan your fingers out. When we exhale, Hands to heart center, down to the mat, step back. You could go to down dog, you could go to low push-up. Wherever you're going, bring your awareness to your left leg, just feel what's going on there. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Bring awareness to your right leg, notice what's going on there. Back to down dog, equal attention to all four limbs, have a breath here. That may have been the longest warrior one we've held all year. your left hand, step your left foot forward, and back foot turns flat, we're coming up warrior one, and then hands to your hips, and go a little wide with this, like, I tell you, I've been enjoying warrior one a lot more, a little wider, tell the yoga police, uh, but uh, it doesn't get easier, right? I'm not enjoying it because it's easier, I'm just getting more out of it, I hope it, at least I some of us do as well. When you've got your back foot grounded, look to be sure it's on the diagonal, that your back knee is straight, that there's no pain in your ankle or your knee or the sacroiliac joint. If you do f experience those things, rework the stance until it works. Okay, so if a pose isn't working for you, it's the opportunity to become a problem solver. Right? And, and take as much time as you need with that puzzle. Front knee over the ankle, hands at your hips, just uh, kind of verify that they're at a diagonal, they don't need to change, your hips are perfect. Bring your hands to your abdominals that run between your hips, they are also perfect. Draw them in, right? not an aesthetic choice, but a support for the low back choice. Same thing when you bring your hands to your waist, it is perfect. You're going to use those muscles, draw them in, to support the lift of your chest and an elongation of the right flexors. Hands to the rib cage. Probably find it's off at a little bit of a diagonal. 
square it straight ahead and pause and notice what happens. It could be really subtle, but there's a difference as you move your rib cage in the length of the psoas muscle. Breathe here. Breathing really helps as the, the uh, deep musculature of the body, so connected to the, the action of breathing and also the nervous system response to breathing. Bring your thumbs underneath your underarms. Just give that a lift to the chest. And the arms up overhead, back of the neck is long. You don't need to look up. We're gonna look at a spot that lets your neck be light. When we exhale, hands to heart center, look to your mat. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Pause here, equal attention to your forelimbs. So your hands and your arms are doing the work of holding you up. And you're registering your, your legs, the work they've just done. Press down to the feet, down through the heels to elongate the back of the legs. Breath here. Breath all the way out. Step your right foot forward between your hands. Back foot flat. We're going to come up to warrior two with the arms up. So it's a warrior two that wants to be a warrior one. Warrior identity crisis. Here, take a peek at your front foot. Toe straight ahead. Knee over the ankle, thereabouts. It doesn't have to go so far forward, but definitely it's not in front of the ankle. And the knee wants to fall side to side for most of us, one side or the other. Just going to have an awareness that your foot's pointing straight ahead, the knee's pointing straight ahead, and getting that muscle memory around your ankle so that your, your ankle joint becomes more stable. With both arms up overhead, press your feet down, lift up to the pinky and ring fingertip for each hand, and then a little uh, double reverse. So we're moving into a side bend, Reaching the arms up and back, you might catch your right wrist with your left hand. Help to elongate that side. Keep the height on the left side. There's uh, still that sensation of the underarm lifting. Breath in. When we breathe out, release the wrist if you got it. Now cartwheel the hands down. Inside the front foot and paw. Spin your back heel up. We're going to walk the right foot over a bit so that you have room for both your hands inside the front foot. Back knee is going to come down. If you need to pad that knee, you pad that knee. And keep the back toes tucked for now. And so there's different variations here. You don't have to keep the back toes tucked, but when you do tuck the back toes and press into the ball of the foot, there's going to be a, a certain action and sensation in your body. You can add to that the pull of the front heel into the mat. So, so lots of activity going on in this particular variation of low lunge. If you're very comfortable with this level of activity, like this is, this is good, you want more, you can start to come down to your forearms and then pull the forearms into the floor or the block, the, the, a block. Uh, that's an option. If you are not comfortable with this level of activity, you can always stop pressing through the back foot so much. You could uh, also come up onto blocks, take your chest forward. If you're a uh, good with this stretch, you like the stretch of getting stay. If you want to do something else besides hip flexor stretching, you could do an arm balance here. If you want to uh, take your right arm underneath and the uh, legs then go into that flying split. Right leg forward, left leg back. That is one way to get out of the, uh, the deep stretching. It can turn into just monkeying around. One more breath where you want to be. Walk up to the hands, just extricate yourself from any situation that you got into. Slowly slide the right knee back in line with the left. We got hands and knees here. We're going to the floor for Cobra. Pull your hands back again if Cobra's not for you. Choose one that is. And then release slowly. Press into your hands and back to down dog. We'll pause. Look 
forward, left foot steps forward between your hands. We're gonna come up and onto warrior two with the arms like warrior one. So your your whole body is turned to the side. And do a quick eye check. Let's do a scan. We'll just organize the pose from the feet, the back foot parallel to the back edge of the mat, front toes straight ahead. Look even if this is your 87th warrior of the day. Working the feet down on the floor, that ankle stability of knowing where your knees and your ankles are in space. Your chest is turned to the side. Set your eyes to the side. Let there be a big, kind of soft vision through your eyes, a drishti gaze. Steady, it's unwavering, and it's gentle. It's relaxing, it's calming. Those retinas that are part of your brain are able to relax, giving your brain some much needed restoration. We'll take this into the double reverse if you like. You catch the left wrist. Not so much about pulling on yourself, but it does help to elongate. Pull into your front heel. Squeeze the back leg. Lift both side bodies long. Breathe all the way in. And when we exhale first, if you got the wrist, release it. Cart with the hands down to the mat. Walk the left foot over. Just spin the back heel up. Back knee's going to come down. I'm going to keep the toes tucked back there. Now, hands inside the front foot. This may be enough. And what was enough on the first side might not be enough here and vice versa. So pressing the back foot, pressing the heel. If things are working for you, you want to stay. You do. You want to come down to your forearms. That, that is one way to deepen the stretch for some of us. Uh, I'll cop to I don't feel the stretch any deeper that way. Um, I just feel like I can't breathe that way. So if it's helpful, it's helpful. Right, you'll know that it's helpful because it feels like you're, you're getting somewhere with it. Where you're getting may be challenging. But you'll be able to breathe. It'll be deep sensation. You'll be able to focus. And uh, that focal point will be the sensation of front leg strengthening, back leg opening, breath moving. If the sensation is all in your jaw, your face, your fingers, right? those are our habitual stress responses. And we'll walk something back, whether it's physical or mental. You've been here for a while. If you want to transition, if you want to play with that arm balance, first step to the arm balance. As always, just planting the hand is getting the elbow underneath the front leg, planting the hand down. That's working. Other hand lines up with it. And then left leg kicks forward, right leg kicks back. Just a major yoga foul. I put my foot in the singing bowl. Seriously, the yoga police are. Once you've gotten enough of a breath where you are, and we exhale completely, unwind this thing on an inhale, and back to hands and knees slowly. Take time for that transition. It transitions in times of intensity, right? Just slow them down. Breathe out. It's okay to be in transition for a bit. Feel up for cobra. And then release slowly down. Press into your hands and knees. Tuck your toes. Down dog. Have a breath here. And let it go. It's empty. Look forward. We'll walk or hop to the top of the mat. If you've got blocks somewhere around you, go ahead and bring them where you can get at them right now. We'll breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward, down and in. Draw your abdominals in for support of that. Let your spine drop down. Let your head drop heavy. On an inhale, lift halfway, flop back. We're going to take a block in the left hand. Line it up with the left foot. As you, as you take the halfway lift, your, your body becomes a right angle at the hips. If you uh, and then the uh, the shoulder is at a right angle uh, as well, so the arm and the body at a right angle. 
right hand to your right hip, you're going to take your right leg back, squeeze it tight as you lift it up into half moon. We'll keep the hand at the hip for right now, and since we're, we're focusing in on, on hip flexor stuff, keep your, your right hand at your hip, and then walk your fingers in, feel the abdominals there, feel them draw in. It's like you're doing that drawstring action of keeping the, keeping the pants on. Then bend your upper knee. Nothing, nothing big yet. You're just bending the knee, pointing the knee at your back wall. And you can't really see that that's happening, so set your gaze to your hand that's on the floor or the block, and then feel your knee pointing at the back wall. If you're not sure how, just mentally find the closest thing to your knee and your body that you can feel. Maybe it's your hand on your hip. And then just through sending your mind from the hip down the thigh bone, find the knee. And then get a sense, a sense, an inner sense of the proprioception of, of where your right foot is. And if it's close, if it feels close enough to your hand that you can just reach right back there, no big deal, and hold the foot, then do that. If you can hold your foot, slide your hand around so you're holding the foot on the big toe side, palm up. You're going to press foot into mat, foot into hand. Standing hand into your block. Linchpin of this, squeeze your right glute muscle, squeeze the glute to press the hip. And we'll open to give support to that lift. And then dissolve the, the bind of the hand and foot. Let the hand and the foot come lightly down to the floor. Press into your right foot. Lift your left foot up, step it back. Low lunge, back knee down. And we'll take the top of the foot to the mat, so the toenail side of the foot to the mat. When you look at your low, low lunge, knees over ankle, toes are pointing straight ahead. You can feel your back toes pointing straight back. So just bring your awareness to your back foot. What's it doing? Is the ankle turned in and out? Are they pointing straight back? Just questions to ground the mind and what's going on in the body. You're going to just play around. Not you're going to. Here's what we're going to do together. Play around, press into the front of the foot on the mat, and see if that lifts your knee. Okay, so what makes your knee light? As you're pressing the top of the foot, this is like up dog here. Top of the foot pressing the mat, the, the leg might just like hammock its way up. That stuff's going on. Right? Keep drawing your heart forward. Right, come down to fingertips. You can come up on blocks underneath your hands. Right, there's a feeling of kind of a crescent shape from back foot up to the top of your head here. Here we're working the hip flexor in extension. We're also asking the quadriceps to engage. And some of that strength in the range of motion. When you exhale, you need to gently place the knee down. Shift your hips back, half monkey. Breath in. Breath all the way out. As you inhale, you shift forward again into a lunge, tucking your toes, lifting the thigh. We'll step back, high to low push up or down dog. As you go, feel your body, feel two legs, one spine, two arms, head at the top of the spine. Breathe out, down dog. Then look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway, breathe out, fold forward. If your block has migrated somewhere, go ahead and find it, Leave the block in your right hand, slide it out forward of your right foot, bring your body to halfway lift and the left hand to the left hip, press your right foot down. Left leg lifts up and back. Set your gaze at your right hand on the block. It's a good way to ensure that the wrist is under the shoulder. Again, we're just stacking and aligning, organizing well. With your left hand at the left hip point, let your fingers slide in toward the abdominals. Draw the abdominals in to support this structure of hip stacked on top of leg. 
bend your knee just that step. So transition, yeah, this, is, this is an intense transition time. Pause. Note what direction your knee is pointing. Right? For some of us, it'll be pointing off to the left. For some of us, it'll be drawing way over the right. No big deal. You can get the idea of your knee pointing straight back at the wall behind you, or whatever's behind you. As your knee points straight back, top of your head draws forward. Then use the glute and the hamstring muscles to, to hug the calf close to the thigh, to hug the heel close to the bum. With your inner knowing or proprioception, where is the left foot? Is it close enough to just, without anything else happening in the pose, so the pose doesn't dissolve or wobble around, you can just catch it with the hand. If it's in the neighborhood, you give it a shot, right? Then, if you got the foot, try turning the hand under so that you've got the palm toward the ceiling, shoulders giving a little more openness there. It's just like one more layer. It's not necessary. But if it's helpful, run with it. One more breath. Squeeze the left glute muscle to press the hip slightly more open from the back. Then a light dissolve of hand and foot down to the floor. Just be mindful of how you're moving that. Slow and steady in the transition. Pick up your right foot. Step way back. Low lunge. And then back knee down. Toes point back. The top of the foot on the floor. Press the foot into the mat. You may be able to press so firmly there that the knee lifts. Again, check in with the front knee. Just be sure it's over the ankle. Front toes are pointing straight ahead. That may be the work of a lifetime. Lining up the feet and knees. And that's okay. Right? These are just ways of returning us back into our body. Remembering that we have feet, we have knees. There. We're here to take care of in this practice. Got the back knee lifted. You draw your heart forward. You draw the top of the head up. Elongate through the spine. And this one does have, have more fanciness to it. You could, you could do bigger back bends and stuff. But getting into the hip flexor, we really don't need all that. Right, the, uh, the roses on the icing on the cake. Now you're letting your hip flexor get the, the full benefit of your tension and your breath. One more inhale. When you exhale, the back knee comes down and we shift back lightly. Ardha Hanumanasana. Half Hanuman, half monkey. There's all kinds of names for this. Breath, comb through your legs. Just mentally combing your breath down there, getting tangles and rough spots. Maybe the practice you develop the skill of combing through, smoothing out with your breath. And then rock forward to the lunge, tuck your back toes under, squeeze the leg to lift it, and step back. Down dog or chaturanga, up dog, and down dog. Cool. Pause here, deep breath. And come down to child's pose. And then up to sit on your heels for virasana hero. So, I'm going to work with a wall if you've got wall space. Right? If you don't have wall space, I will let you know what to do. Uh, if you do have wall space that you can get to, take a mat to, maybe take a mat, maybe you don't take a mat, maybe you don't take a mat. I'm going to move these lights. But you don't need very much wall space. You just need space for your shin to go to the wall. And if you've never uh, done King Arthur at the wall with this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show it here. If you're not going to the wall, if you, there's no wall to be had, you're going to come back to a low lunge, back knee down, and you're going to climb your hands up to your front thigh. So it'll be a, a 
that and any other variation into King Arthur that you want to go. If you've got a little, little scrap of wall, you're going to slide your knee to the baseboard or where the baseboard would be on the wall. Point your toes straight up. Your shin is up the wall vertically. Okay. And then your hands on the floor. You may get your shin to the wall and go, that is quite enough. I've got this. I'm feeling the stretch. It's good. If you're there, stay there. Otherwise, you walk your hands over like we were going to take the, uh, the lizard variation of lunge where the hands go inside. Press your hands into the mat and step your left foot into a lunge. So now you have left knee over ankle, left toes pointing straight ahead. That back leg is still up the wall. This may be enough. Right? Just pause with each step of this. You don't have to move on to the next thing. If you're feeling something here, you do not have to move ahead into some harder pose. If you're taking King Arthur and you want to transition it into a lizard on the forearms, go for it. If you're quite happy with your knee up the wall and you want to slide your hands up to your front thigh, you can do that. And then rather than again putting any of the bells and whistles into this, you can, if you know bells and whistles, you go for it. And we're going to work a little more with kind of activating the hip opening of this with hands at the thigh. So hands on your right, uh, left thigh. And press your left thigh bone forward. Draw your abdominals back. If you need more sensation, you can always step a little back toward the wall. You can also do a little more of a back bend. So with hands on the thigh, lift your chest. Right, maybe as you lift your chest, you take your head back, rest it on the wall. Always the arms out stretched up the wall. Good too. Most importantly, press into your front foot. Keep the knee over the ankle there. Draw your abdominals in. And on an exhale, we'll all come back. Hands to the mat. Get out of this as gracefully as you can. When we like to walk your hands over to the right. Slide the left knee down. Then come around just off the wall. And uh, all of us will just take a little cat pose. Draw your abdominals in, let your chin drops, whatever you're coming from, whatever variation of lunge. And I'm just getting the opposite here. And then releasing that. We'll take the other side. So we move back to the wall, put left shin up. And you're on your hands. I don't know what to call this pose, but this is definitely a thing. And it might be enough of a thing. If it is for you, stay. There's more to be had, more to explore. Take your hands a little over to the left in front of that. The left knee on the wall to climb your right foot up. Blocks are great here. Any, uh, I wish I could remember to bring blocks over. Uh, I'm just lazy, that's why I'm not going to get them. But if you, if you want them, go get them. Knee over ankle on the front leg. Draw your abdominals in. And for some of us, that'll, that'll change where we feel this, right? So it's not wrong to let your abdominals go here. Right? It's never wrong to do that. Structurally, if we're going to come up onto the hands, we want to draw, uh, we press the foot into the floor, press down into the ground, draw into the center, then climb the hands up. Then as you got the hands to the front thigh, we're just going to gently... So we're just lifting the thigh bone up, right, drawing right thigh bone away from left thigh bone. Stay with it and breathe. If you're feeling enough, it's enough. If you're feeling too much, it's too much. And, and you dial back out of it to whatever degree is helpful, right? particularly with hip flexors and, and psoas muscle. Right? These, these deep, right, they're, they're hip muscles, but they're also core muscles breathing muscles. Right. They don't respond well to bullying. Right. They they grip when we feel stressed. So I'm just kind of coaxing yourself into a relaxed awareness of what's going on. Right. And in fact, you may want to reach your arms up. You want to keep the hands down but lift the chest up. 
I was today years old before I knew this variation that uh, you can have your hands on your front thigh and your head on the wall and it's delightful. One more breath. And however you're transitioning, you're transitioning out, you're just paying attention to how you're doing it. And I like to kind of walk things off to the side, get out of there. And then come back to go and come back to your mat, come back to where you want to kind of finish this thing up. If you want to stay at the wall, you're more than welcome to. Excuse me while I move these lights. And take maybe cat pose again. Drop the chin and spine. And then back to neutral spine, tuck your toes under. Down dog. down to your knees. Two options here. One is frog, which is a good option after all of that hip flexor work. The other is happy baby. They're very similar. Frog uh, It's one that we'll detail later on for the, for the inner hips and thighs, but particularly after a lot of, a lot of that front of hip opening, frog can become an easier, uh, it can be an easier sell. Step the knees while we won't be here forever. Flex your feet, and your hips line up between your knees. You come down to your forearms, or maybe you put some blocks under your arms. If you've got a block that could come underneath your chest or your navel center, let yourself be supported. Uh, wherever you are in the pose, as far as depth of the positioning is great. If you can get some support under it, it will uh, allow the inner thighs to release more. Right? You certainly don't have to support it, but if you want more of that uh, responsive release, giving yourself the support lets those muscles ease some tension. If you want more of the strength work of the pose, if you want to really uh, dig in, equal to. Okay, nice part of supporting this pose with a block, with blankets, with a couple bolsters, is that you can then allow for more space to breathe. You can, you can let the abdominals move with the breath. If you're in happy baby, you know, the same principle of like letting your hands slide down a little bit on your legs. Not totally reaching for the feet. You can let the hips lie flat in that pose and uh, just have a more deep belly breath and more relaxation response. Speaking of that, notice right here, right now, any tension in hands, feet, jaw, inner ear. Can you melt anything that's, that's holding them? those areas. You send your brain through your body with your breath. Clear out of anything that's not helpful. And if you're coming out of frog with an inhale, start to walk yourself out and again, just like this is a high intensity situation. Transition slowly out of and then slowly down onto your back Pause when you get there and soles of the feet to the floor pose, arms at your sides pose. Might feel good to you right here to take a bridge, right, to lift your hips and spread out through the front part again, particularly all that hip flexor work that we just did. Like, this is a good time. If the wheel is something that you enjoy, go for that. Could also feel nice to do some of the reverse, to, to bring your knees into your chest. Right? Pick one. Go for three breaths.
make your way down and pause your neutral spine, align yourself so that you've got your sacrum, your rib cage, the back of your head, one line. Walk your feet a little away from you so the knees, the angle of the knees gets a bit bigger. And then let your knees fall over to the right in that windshield wiper asana. Press the left heel into the mat. You'll squeeze the left glute muscle, taking it into the twist, but also revisiting the length in the front of the left side. On an inhale, you can make that melt back to center. And then exhale to the other side. Knees over to the left, you're gonna press your right heel into the mat, kind of stretching the right side of the mat away. Feel the elongation of the right side. Slowly to center, soles of the feet to the floor. Constructive rest pose where you just let the knees kind of fall in and one more time, recenter your spine, sacrum level, long through your lower back, rib cage level, back of your head level. And feel centered there. Now very slowly and gently, and in that way of kind of melting, let your arms and legs start to just fall away from the center line out into Shavasana. And feel almost as if you were balanced, like if you're on a yeah, slight ridge that, that's perfectly centered along your spine. And the left side of your body falls to the left, down and away from that center line. The right side of your body falls to the right, down and away from that center line. heel heavy on the floor, and the left heel heavy on the floor, the right shoulder blade heavy to the floor, and the left shoulder blade heavy to the floor. Feel the right jaw soften away from center, down toward the ear. jaw muscles soften away from center down toward the ear. The right temple softens. The left temple softens. Nice little breath into center. Feel your rib cage expand and then see it as if the two sides of your rib cage are just drawing heavy away from center. Now breath in where you feel the two hip points spread away from center. And then you exhale and look down and roll slightly away from center sense of heaviness on both sides of the body and lightness at center.
feel ready to move, pause for a moment as you're breathing, feel it move you. It's a gentle awakening of fingers and toes. Roll to right side and make your way up to seated. to really land in sitting bones, your leg bones, anything that's touching the floor. To let your breath lift your rib cage up and away. Let the back of your head be drawn gently up toward the ceiling. Shell of your upper back slide away bringing our hands together at heart center. Feeling the lift of the heart to the hands, the buoyancy or the posture you created that you've mindfully brought about. Bring thumbs to forehead center, a moment of appreciation for the practice and each other. Thank y'all so much for being here this afternoon. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.